yes, yes, yes. Um, we're just waiting for a few folks to come on into the cafe. If you guys are out there, come on in. We want to talk to you guys tonight. You want any feedback tonight? Or are you not really worried yes. about it? Okay, so if you guys want to talk to us tonight, we are talk here. We are live. We are ready to go. Ready to go oh, when yeah, you guys yeah. are. Yes. Hope you guys had a great week. We had a great week. Awesome week. Yeah. Wonderful. It was a nice week. Nice yeah, week. Not bad at um, all. Yep. Pretty good. It's like the, the the weekends go so fast. Yeah, everything goes so quick and fast, you know. But um, oh my God, I mean the time just goes by like lightning. I mean literally like lightning. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's crazy, but it is what it is. Yeah. So just waiting for you guys to come on in. But um how was your weekend, William? It was great. My weekend. I had a great weekend. And what about a great well, how about your week? That's what I'm asking, really. Week um uh, week was uh, something different? Yeah, it was all right. It was you okay. Fun at work. Yes. Anybody have fun at work? <laughs> <laughs> fun working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something uh, you spend most of your life. Yes, you do. In this life, you're going to reap what you sow. So it's like lessons we had to learn along the way is uh, whatever you want, that's what you got to sow. Yes. You reap it back. If you want uh, people to be nice to you, you got to sow it. Be nice to them. Mm, That's good. You know. People don't think that that sowing and reaping thing is um, really real, but it really is real. Because the thing that you give away the most is the thing that comes back to you, so. Yeah, it you depends so on your good, energy. You get good back. It's yeah. so bad. Mm-hmm. Know, a lot of people don't. They they think they can do bad things and not get it back. But you're gonna get it back. Yes. <laughs> whatever you sow. Mm-hmm. That's the Bible. Yeah. Good or bad. That's what whatever. Some things, some laws God got in place. Mm-hmm. It's for everybody. Yes. It says seed time and harvest is to the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. think even if you good or bad, you still can have children. Yeah. You know, that's true. They just gonna come out the way you that parent is. Mm-hmm. That parent is good, you're gonna have good kids. Yes. That parent is bad, you want that you sowing that seed. Mm-hmm. That means your child gonna come out bad. Yes. If anybody ever thought of it that way, and you wonder why your child is bad. Yeah. Because you was bad. Mm. <laughs> if you was good, then your child would be good. You notice that? Mm. That's very true. Yeah. So well, some things I think that well, some parents don't sow, but they do get it in their children. And I think it's because their children go out and learn from other people, well, and okay. then they reap it even though they didn't actually sow it. Well, but that's... Is that possible, though? Is it possible to reap something you did not sow? Well, you know, if you raise your kids up, you know if you was a good parent. Yes. You was a good parent, and you raise your kid up the right way, and they go out and they get with other people and learn different things, that's on them. Yeah. But... Like my grandmother told me, my grandmother said, uh, well, you know, I didn't raise y'all to go to jail. Yes, that's you know, true. I raised y'all to be respectable men and women. Same thing so mm-hmm. if, you go out there and get in, if you go out there and get in trouble or go to jail, she said, don't call me. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Because I didn't tell you to go there. It's different. Uh, you, you didn't raise something and you, you didn't get caught up in right. something. You, you know what I'm saying? That's different. That, so, yeah. But no, we wasn't raised to go steal from people and do all that type of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I, I right. just wanted to throw that out there. Well, well let's welcome the, them into the cafe. Yes. All right, you ready? Yes. Okay. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the marriage, ca- marriage cafe. I'm sorry, we're, we're marriages coming live through, through the word, word of God. God. I'm Prophet Loretta Pittman. I'm Bishop William Pittman. And uh, we got a good topic for y'all tonight. So we're going to go ahead yes. and pray, and then we're going to go ahead and get into it. Yes. We'll All right. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. <laughs> Dear Lord, we're so thankful for another opportunity to come live tonight. Yes. Lord, we thank you for me and my wife. Thank you for each and every listener tonight. Yes. Lord, we praying tonight that you just give us the words to say. Yes. And help us. Yes. And um, just let, it, let us be a blessing to all your people. Yes. Uh, Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
thank God for all of you listening to us tonight. Yes, and welcome, welcome. everyone that is on oh, right now you. and those that are listening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, we not we don't shout out, you know, individual because we also podcast this show um, every single week. So. Um, if you guys don't got our podcast, make sure you go sign up for it at Anchor. I will make sure that I have a link for Anchor um, after the show. So. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Isn't my wife so wonderful? She's beautiful and wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thanks, babe. Uh, I appreciate but, you. Let's, uh, I'm going to give you a scripture. I'm just trying to, um, you know, God is so good, and I just want God to use us tonight. Yes. You know, I'm trying to see which way God wants me to go. Yes. But I'm going to give you this scripture here. First John chapter 5 verse 14 says this. Are you ready? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Right, look at First John like 5 14 says this. Okay. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. Mm -hmm. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. This is the confidence we have. So I was looking up scripture. What would be a good scripture for us tonight? And this scripture here is good. Because uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about confidence and what I see going on in this period, in this time, and in this season. Okay. And what I'm talking about tonight in this season, uh, people want to get involved in relationships and different things that you're doing. And a lot of people... People are going to get married. Yeah. People are going to get together. Or if you're yes. already together, you're looking to get married. Come on, come on. Come, come on, on, talk to me. No, come listen on. to me. Calm me down. I'm just, I'm just trying yeah, to right, get you what you're me. saying. So, I just want to say what I'm talking about tonight is a healthy self first. And I see a lot of people are not healthy. Like, not just your health, but also your mind. Mentally. Yeah. Mental health. Yeah, your mind, Physical your spirit, health. you know. And all of this plays a part. And right. a lot of people want to jump right into relationships, mm -hmm. but you are not healthy, mm -hmm. you know. So I want to talk tonight, and both of us will, yes. on a healthy self. Yes. Making sure you are healthy first. Yes. Because, you know, you're, getting, you're talking about getting involved with somebody else, and you are not in a right mind or right spirit mm -hmm. or healthy yes. mentally or physically or whatever it may be. So what I want to talk about, because I see so many people jumping into relationships because you either for different reasons. You mm -hmm. need somebody yes. or you just got out of a relationship or you just you tired of being alone. Right. So mm -hmm. there's a reason there. What I'm trying to say tonight, there's a you gotta make sure you're healthy and you're not jumping into a relationship with baggage. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Something that's not right with you. But now you trying to put this on somebody else. Why? Because you want somebody to fill that void or that need or yeah, whatever you're whatever missing. Whatever that is, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You got to be and whole, I think, and healthy before you actually enter into a relationship. Is that what you're basically saying? Yeah, because I mean, a healthy you gonna you you're not gonna put this on somebody else because right. now you you're gonna make yourself dependent on this person. Right. I can't so do this without those this things person. that this other person this void didn't, that you didn't fulfill. Right. Like if somebody left you. Feel abandoned. Yes. So mm -hmm. you're trying to get somebody right away to come in and fill that void. So issue. Yeah, you don't you. want to do that. You mm -hmm. want to you want to make sure you're right first. Yes. You know mm -hmm. that you you know you're doing what you're supposed to do. And a lot of people we would say first of all you should make sure you're right with God first. Yes, that's you know, right. Get right. that a relationship, relationship with right with God. I think that if you have a healthy relationship with God. You know, definitely that's going to spill into any new relationship that you get into mm -hmm. or any marriage that you decide to get into. Because if God is the first husband in your life, which he should be, he should be your father, your husband, he should be like your everything, then you're building that relationship with him and he's changing you in ways you never thought you could be changed because you're asking him to... Uh, from whatever current relationship or you know relation before you know relationship you wasn't before or however growing up things didn't maybe go the way that it probably should have went you know in your life so yes when you have a healthy relationship with God I think it spills right into that healthy relationship with that new person that God has sent into your life or that person that introduces you know comes into your life so yeah because the deal we see like you mm -hmm. know we married a lot of people and and we um talk to a lot of couples and mm -hmm. all this stuff and yes. I start to see that before you counseling is good a lot yes. of people don't want to have counseling mm -hmm. and all yeah, that they think but counseling you. yeah mm -hmm. you know like they I don't, don't want people in yeah, my like business. I'm not crazy why do I need counseling counseling is not for crazy people no. okay it's sometimes we're a little misguided 
in things in life and we see things a little different than what other person what another person might see it and counseling is a good thing to have you know before you get married or you know if you're in a relationship and you're looking to be married there's nothing wrong with that yeah because a lot of times or personal when, counseling when people get so. in a relationship they got this picture of marriage mm -hmm. you know but marriage once you get in the relationship they arguing all the time mm -hmm. they fighting yeah. they fussing each other out right and or you, you or you arguing all the time because yeah. of something petty or whatever it may be yes. and that's because there's something in you that's not right because when you in a marriage or a relationship it should be going good yeah you know what i'm saying when you marriage you should be happy in yeah. a relationship you first meet somebody you mm -hmm. know in the beginning you um you know all the lovey-dovey and all this stuff going on and sex or whatever you're doing is going on that's good but then you really don't know the person mm -hmm. but then when you they say when you move in with a person that's when you find that you see the true colors yeah exactly. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. one day uh, i don't like what he's doing now he don't clean up or he's not neat or he don't wash or whatever it right. may be mm -hmm. the same way with her you know she, uh <coughs> she snore at night or he snore at night whatever it may right, be right yeah. now you find out all the stuff because now you're living together right so yeah because some of that stuff so might, many, might get on your nerves yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And she's controlling or he's controlling mm -hmm. or i can't do anything you know i'm used to being single but now i got this person that's over me that's trying to control me yes and and really when i look at relationships or when God put two people together, he putting you together to be one. So why are we arguing all the time? Why are we fighting? And the reason people arguing and fighting and doing all these things, because it was a problem with you. Mm. So if you if you if you are healthy self first, if you love yourself first, mm -hmm. that's what people don't think. Yes. If I love me, who can who can come against me? Who can say things bad about me? If I love me, I'm not gonna take on what you're saying about, That's about right. me. That's I'm right. not gonna. I'm not so caught up in myself. Oh, how do I look? Or how do I feel? Mm -hmm. Or I don't like this or whatever a person's saying negative about me. It just bounces off of me. Why? Because I put me first. You put the work in. Yeah. yeah I got a healthy me. First. I yeah. got self love for me. Yeah. I got you know. I got this confidence about me. I don't care what really anybody say about me because mm -hmm. I'm not living for you. Right. Exactly. I gotta live my life and looking up to the hills yeah, where my help from which is god you god. know exactly. in his word what mm -hmm. he say about me yeah his will you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so the importance of self-love is making sure you're physically mentally emotional and emotionally mm -hmm. and spiritually yes healthy yes and whoever you know you ever thought about it you ever took the time out to check yourself mm. you know what i'm saying is my physical condition all right is my mentally Am I, you know, stable? Yes. Am I ready for a relationship? Yeah. Do I want to take because on another that, person? That is number one, being ready to take on another person. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people say to themselves, they say, oh, you know, I want to get married. Or they say, oh, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. But God sees otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes he don't allow that other person to come to your life because you'll mess them up. Mm -hmm. And he knows that. So he won't allow that person to come in right away because you need to fix you and fix your situation first. And then, you know, because even though you might be saying you're ready, maybe something in you really ain't ready. You know, right. because when that person come, uh, you know, there's too much stuff going on, you know, when that person do show up. So, and then that runs the person away because you, you're putting too much on one, you know, putting too much happiness, uh, your happiness onto this person when you should be happy already within yourself. So, you know, we can say we're ready, but God knows really when we're actually ready. Yes. So we got to make sure, take the time out to do, you know, to make sure you're okay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Before mm -hmm. you think about getting involved with a person, getting in a relationship, or getting married, if you take the time out, we had to ask everybody out there, mm -hmm. you know, whoever listening to us tonight, yes. did you take the time out to make sure you was okay? Right. You know, make sure you was physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually yes. ready to be in this marriage or be yes. in this relationship. Do you take the time to date the person? Do you take the time out to find out who this person really is? And see if they even spiritually, mentally, yeah, physically. Because, of, because a lot of times you get involved with a person who is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're not ready. Yeah. Because they want to control you or they want to uh, possess. You know, you're their possession. Um, you got to do things the way they see fit to do it. Because 
what a lot of people don't understand is them relationships and marriages is two ways is two brains there there's two spirits there there's two mindsets there there's two ways there you cannot have everything your way is another person that has to agree to that way as well and a lot of people get upset when that person don't agree to their way of doing things so, you know, you got to make sure, but go ahead. I yeah. just wanted to say, you got to make sure that all of that is Don't you cut me off no more. I'm just saying, that just no, came to my mind. Like, like you said, you know, yes. we're trying to, I believe if you if you start off with a healthy self first and start loving yourself mm-hmm. and start building up, I'm trying to get people to a level to think tonight. You got to build up this confidence, what he said here. First John five fourteen. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. You have this confidence in approaching God the right way. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about that way, God. But think about that also in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come into a relationship and you're healthy and you love yourself and you know who you are, mm-hmm. you know, it works out for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what, if that if that woman tell you, oh, please, I ain't even thinking about you. Get away from me. That ain't hurting your confidence. Why? Because you know who you are. Look, hey, let me tell you something, girl. If I don't get you, God got somebody else for me. Mm-hmm. So you may think you all that, but what God got for me is for me. Mm-hmm. So just it because somebody sense. turned you down, right, mm-hmm. it works both ways. Mm-hmm. So you got to have this confidence. It's like going in on a job interview or something. Mm-hmm. When you know you prepared yourself and you went to college or school or whatever and you prepared to do this position, when you go on the interview, that person turned you down for that first interview. You'd be like, I don't care about y'all. Hey, I'm blessed. Yes. I go to the next one. Yes. I keep moving. I'm blessed and Somebody I'm gonna hire me because why? I know what I'm doing. I'm a I child have this of the confidence. King. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I went to school for this, I got the skill. It's just a matter of time. So I don't let you what you trying to say could be some personal issue you got going yes. on. Mm-hmm. So you don't let them it's just like in a relationship. You don't let them stop. You you yes. keep going. Yes. Hey, I'm right. going to get another interview. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set up two or three. Mm-hmm. Somebody going to hire me. Why? Because I know what I'm doing. And you know what you're worth. Yeah. You know you your know, worth. You know your worth. Because I think that's yes. that's really a lot of people probably don't know their worth, their self-worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in building up your confidence, number one, you're going to build up self-esteem. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You build it up. Hey, hey mm-hmm. I know I can do this. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's going to be mine. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, I may dress good that time, but I'm going to dress even better the next time when I see her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going after her. This is the one I want. Or when God say this one's for me, you know, you, you run with it. Mm-hmm. So you build up self-esteem. Yeah. Whatever. You ever wanted something, you know, you wanted something like real bad, and, and, and you had to build yourself up to get it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I remember one time uh, it was a car I wanted. For this car to go get it, man, I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. But I had to tell myself, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta get this car. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. I'm going to get it. So, you know, you psych yourself up. You psych yourself up. And I really want it. They not gonna tell me no. I'm going to get this car. And I, as I did all that building myself up, went in there, got the car. It was easy. <laughs> I did that because I was nervous as kid. Thought I wasn't gonna get it. Right. But all this building myself up. Right. You know. And then it didn't even take all that. Right. All I had to do was go. And as always, driver's license, insurance, all this, gave me the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did. I didn't think they was going to give it to me. You know how some places you go and they turn you down for the well, little things? they try to get you to get something. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Line, I try to change your so, mind. So, sometimes we put all that in it mm-hmm. and and it's already there for us. God just wants you to go. Yes. I don't know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. but... You got this confidence. Whatever season you're going through in this time, mm-hmm. you just sometimes you gotta when you resting and waiting on God, you have this confidence that God gonna do this for you. That's the confidence we have. Yes. When you pray about it, you just keep going forward. You know, keep believing. I know it didn't come today, but it's coming. Yes. Because I was telling my wife earlier, is it this? I want to give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. We pray for things and we ask God for things, but God does things in season. Is it possible that, you know, you know, you got the, the world calendar, mm-hmm. which is the United States, the calendar we use. Yes. But God goes by a different calendar. Mm-hmm. Is it possible, he says, seed time and harvest, you know, you got to plant a seed, then you got to wait time, and then you get your harvest. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that over a year's period, 
God sold, you know, you sold, you plant that seed, time, and harvest come. What money is harvest for God? Mm. And the problem we have, like, we don't know God is because you didn't study. That's right. Mm -hmm. So God's calendar is like the Jewish calendar. It's a certain time. If you ever look up harvest time by the Jewish calendar, is that possible that God is sowing your harvest is going to come back every year in that time? Like, we know most of the time in, in January you get your taxes. Mm -hmm. The end of January, once you file that, it'll be somewhere in there you're going to get your taxes. But somewhere, sometime in life, seed, time, and harvest. You reap what you sow. It's all got to come back to you in due season. The yes. Bible tells you that. So everything's going to come back to you. If you've been waiting for the promises or whatever God promised you, you just do, just keep waiting. It's coming. Your season, your Be time is coming. Be confident that it's coming. Yeah, exactly. Help me on that. <laughs> so anyway, number one, I put building up self-esteem. Self number two, positive self-talk. Mm -hmm. Positive thoughts. Don't let people be around you negative all the time. I'm talking about a healthy self first. Loving yes. yourself. Self-love. Loving yourself. Don't talk negative to yourself. You're only on number two in the 623. <laughs> Don't saying. you rush me. I'm not at all. I'm not Don't at you all. Rush me. your business. Some positive self-talk. <laughs> you know, positive thoughts. Uh -huh. Sometimes you can't be negative all the time. That's you can't right. think negative all the time. That's true. And if you got to have self-confidence and self-love for yourself, you got to be positive. Yes. So, you you know, positive self-talk, positive, positive self thoughts. Speaking positive over ourselves because a yeah. lot of times that we speak negative over ourselves and we think we're not pretty enough or we think mm -hmm. we... Um, we're, you know, we're not uh, small enough or we think, you know, it's just we dealing with this all the time in the media and social media and stuff on what a person look like, people fat shaming and all this kind of stuff. But you have to know what you have in you. You have to know the value you bring to the table in a relationship, you know, whether it be, you know, your financial wisdom or whether it be um, your relationship with them, whatever that is, you know, whatever that is that God is placing, you have to know that when you come together with a person, you are have a lot of value. Yeah, number three, appreciate your body parts. Focus mm. on the positive. Mm -hmm. Don't let nobody, you know, everybody's working on something in their life. Either some people want to gain weight, they want to lose weight, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, they don't like this or that about them. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you can work on yourself. You can lose weight. You can gain weight. You can do whatever. You can work on your body, but don't let somebody put that pressure on you. You work yes. on it for you. Yes. You know, you want to be the best you because why? You. Mm -hmm. You want to love yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's self-love. Like, hey, I can get up in the morning and work out or I could do this or eat right or do whatever for my health. That's yes. that's the decision you making mm -hmm. to make sure you're the best you. Why? For you. Because yes. I love me. Yeah, you I know what I'm me. saying? Exactly. Once you love you, Yes. You don't worry about what other people say. No, it will show. It yeah. will show your confidence. All that stuff will show when you love who you are, who yes. God made you to be. A lot of times we compare ourselves sometimes with people, and we shouldn't do that because those people are not like you, and they may not possess something you have. And besides, we are wonderfully and what uniquely and wonderfully made, That's spiritually right. and wonderfully made. That's yes. what the Bible says. So, therefore, mm -hmm. there's nobody else like you. There's no other DNA but yours, and so you are a, a unique you. So, yeah, you have to fall in love with yourself, with everything you see. Sometimes you need to just strip down naked and look at yourself in the mirror and start appreciating everything you absolutely see. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. Yes. So appreciate your body parts and, and focus yourself. on being positive. Mm -hmm. And then number five, uh, number four, monitor what you tell yourself in the mind. That's what you were just talking about, your body. You got to watch what you tell yourself, hey. You know, hey, I'm handsome or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm, I'm positive. I can do this. You know, I'm going to have a great day and all this kind of stuff. It's positive. You got to tell yourself, you know, talk positive to yourself and have those thoughts. Yeah, because. You know, monitor what's coming in. You're on the phone, the person negative all day or whatever. Oh, you my goodness. You got to, ooh, you got to watch that. Because yes. sometimes you can have, be going along and having a good day. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, somebody done called you to try to mess up your day with their negative stuff. Yeah, so and watch that. People need not to do that. People need to understand that if, you know, you're going to be negative, don't call somebody else to mess up their day. You know, it's mm -hmm. one thing I love about Tabitha, because that's what she always says, Tabitha Brown. She's on um, she's social media um, uh, person. And so she's always saying, you know, have a good day and don't go messing up somebody else's. I really believe that, and yeah. I truly agree with her when she says mm -hmm. that. Don't go messing up somebody else's day. So monitor what you tell yourself mm -hmm. in your mind. Yes. 
You know, you can, Apostle Paul said, take those thoughts and put them, take them in captivity. Mm -hmm. Throw that mess away. You yes. don't receive that. No. You know, somebody talking negative or whatever. Yeah. So, Definitely. yeah, throw that away. Mm -hmm. Think positive thoughts. Yes. And just be happy. Yes. Number five, confident also come from setting goals. Mm -hmm. Never thought about that? I never That's thought good. about that. Mm -hmm. Setting goals give you confidence. Yes. You know, because you got something to shoot for. Mm -hmm. You set that goal, you be like, man, I can do this. That's building your confidence. Yes. That's saying you can do it. Mm -hmm. If it's something you wanted to, you know you couldn't do, you start doing it a little bit at a time. Yes. Every day. Mm -hmm. Work on that every day. Working a lot of people, I tell them when they gain, they get fat or whatever, and, and gain all this weight or whatever. You didn't gain all that weight overnight. That's right. So you're not going to lose it overnight. That's right. Take so time. you set a little goal, a little at a time. Mm -hmm. Hey, it took me, I'm, I'm 50 pounds over. Mm -hmm. And I want to lose this 50 pounds. Yes. A little bit at a time. Yes. Start working on it. Mm -hmm. And you'll see, time you look up, you done lost a lot of it. Yes. And you just keep going. And that is so That's true. the confidence. They give you more confidence. Yes. You see, you done lost five pounds. Yes. You done lost 10 pounds. Yeah. Hey, you working on that thing? Y'all yeah. say, yeah, I can do it now. Yeah, and you're taking your time. You're yeah. not making it. You're not doing it because you want to get to a mm -hmm. birthday or an event or, 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 or whatever it is. Just yes. take your time and work on your health. Because your health is going to basically give you that confidence as yep. well, you know. So, and numbers, uh, number six, eating en healthy, enjoy enjoyment in your lifestyle. Mm. A lot of people don't enjoy their life. Some people, a lot of people, don't know who they are. Mm. You know, so you can't really, you don't know who you are. You're not happy. You're not uh -huh. healthy, and and um, you you way out there doing all these crazy things. You're not going to enjoy your life. Yeah. So finding enjoyment in your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, uh, they want to say, go around, have they happy all the time and all this and all that. No. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to find what you enjoy. Yes. Lifestyle that's for you. Be you. Be yes. the true you. Yeah. Whatever you want to be in life, enjoy what you're doing. Yes. And enjoy your lifestyle. Yeah. But when you're a happy person, it makes the person that's going to come into your life just as happy because they mm -hmm. see that you're happy. You know, sometimes when we get into a relationship or we get into a marriage, we stop doing all the things we were doing before we were in a relationship, mm -hmm. which is fine, especially if those things wasn't good. But right. if you have some things that was good, like going out with your friends or, you know, um, you know, doing some hobbies or some different things you enjoy doing for yourself, and then this person comes in to love you, then you should still be working on those things, you know, that keep you happy because that'll keep you happy for the person that you're with now. Or the person that you're about to get married to. You know, it helps the marriage. It helps everything when you are happy. It really does. Yeah. And then also, number seven, make make a change for your eating habits. Mm -hmm. You know, that's this is all about health. A yeah. healthy you. Healthy you. So sometimes you got to change the way you eat. Don't mm -hmm. eat so much pork. Don't eat, uh, use so much grease or whatever right. it may be. You're making these changes. Don't use so much salt. Yes. Whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. if, you know, you go to the doctor, find out. Now, either you the woman or the man, but you can't be both. Nope. 
and it's not gonna work because God's not gonna let it work. No, He's because not. God is God made this person. He's yes. not gonna let you control, keep controlling this person. No, He's not gonna let you do that. Down or doing whatever. Yeah. So you know that's not gonna work. Yeah. So, God wants you to turn that person over to Him and let Him change that person in ways they yes. never could be changed. Mm-hmm. You, they never thought. You know, you never even thought they could be changed into. So prayer is, you know, the basis for it all. It's yes. just making sure that you, you know, you do that if you want to see change in your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number eight, a balance. A lot of people have this problem. A mm-hmm. balance between work, you know, responsibilities and pleasures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you got to see some people, they want to. They want their pleasures all the time, mm. you know. But some people, what, what would I say now? They God, God supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory, right? Yes. Through Christ Jesus. But what it is, a lot of people want they wants, wants. they needs, everything. Right. They, they want it all. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And God don't give it to us like that. Yes. God, uh, He'll supply our needs, but then your wants. Sometimes you want stuff that's not good for you. So yes. God's not going to always give that to you right away. Mm-hmm. So you got to have a balance between responsibilities and pleasures. What I mean by that, you know, still, like somebody in the house got to go to work. Somebody got to take care of the house. Yes. But then also you got to have a balance there. You still got to have fun. Fun, know, time alone, time, exactly. time, time together, but time also apart. Yes. Because see, you got to say that apart portion because... Just because you're married don't mean you're supposed to be always with your spouse constantly. Yes. It should not be a shadow situation. Like, here they go, here you go, all the time. No, sometimes it's okay, like we said, for that for those spouses to have separate times that they do something yes. for themselves for that day. Like I said, on Sundays, it's my husband's day. I don't bother him. The only time we get together is when we get ready to do marriage cafe on Sunday. Other than that, because he's only got one day off, then Sundays is his day. So I don't bother him. I go in my room. I do whatever it is that I want to do for me. That gives me time to get my mind together for Mary Cafe and for the week ahead for my businesses and things that I'm working on from home. So, yes, you know, so, yeah. So key tonight is for a healthy self first and self-love. Love yourself. Love yourself. Appreciate what God made you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just... Just stay positive. That's what I'm saying. In this season, so much negative stuff going on and here's so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Stay positive and keep your relationship right with God. Keep God first. Yes. Stay in prayer. And keep working pray, on yourself. Pray, pray, so when that pray. person comes, you are ready. And you can absolutely say to yourself, you know what? I am really ready and settled in my mind and my spirit to be able to take on a, a, a relationship. Yeah, and I'm, I'm ready. Or I'm ready to be married. Yes. Because it comes with you know, it comes with some stuff, and you have to be able to handle that stuff. You mean you have to be able to deal with it. So yeah, it's impossible. The reason you're not married is because of you. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't want to let things go. Yeah. Or you, you really know, you not don't want to change. You're not ready. You right. say you're ready. A lot of people say they're ready. You can't be ready if you still want stuff your way. Exactly. Because you, like I said, you got to know that that other person coming with their own set of ideas and ways and things, mm-hmm. and, and even how they even grew up and learned. They come up with all that, and it's different from what you learn. And you look at them, you be like, well, who in the world taught you? You know, so you have to be able to deal with that, and you have to be able to move with that. So That's it. Your turn. All right. So well, got, y'all. That's it. That's oh, it. man, you went, you went fast. Mm-hmm. So you Why you go so fast? <laughs> okay, I'm coming in on a whole different note with you guys tonight. I want to talk about our grown children. And I'm not talking about our grown children, but I'm just saying grown children um, as a whole. So I want to read this. It says, Proverbs 13 and 1 says, A wise child accepts a parent's discipline. Listen to this. This is so good. A wise child accepts a parent's discipline. A mocker refuses to listen to correction. Okay? So in other words, a wise child will listen to instructions and do them. And when they are corrected, they will accept it. Only a disobedient child will mock what is being spoken and rebel. Keep your children before the Lord. Okay. Now I wanted to talk about that because sometimes in families you would have you had you would have raised your children. Let's just say you have raised your children and you have raised them to be adults. And you'll have like depending on how many children you actually had and raised, 
you would have at least one or two of them that will listen to what you say as a parent, do what you say as a parent, and as a result, things will be, their life is blessed because they took the time to listen to you and they took the time to obey what it is that you said, okay? You would get that. Then at other times, you would get maybe, you know, another one or however that, like I said, however many you have, that will rebel against everything you say. Never listen to nothing you say, never want to obey nothing you do, and never want to hear anything you have to say, and then they wonder why their life is the way it is. Well, I'm here tonight to set some parents free to let you know that is not your fault. That is not your fault. If you have any kind of situation like that going on in your life when it comes to raising your grown, when it comes to raising those children to be grown and now they're out on their own and they act like they can't go out there and live their lives according to their will or their way, especially if they're not living for God, because when you train your child up, like the Bible says, the way they should go, then they will not depart from whatever you train them to do. So that means that if you train them of the world, then guess what? They're not going to depart from the world. They're going to be right out there doing everything and anything under the sun that you might not have taught them because of the people that they grew up with and maybe uh, took on as friends along the way and started listening to them. So you'll get, like I said, and then the ones that did listen to you, that did um, grow up and, and went out there and did well in their life, you got some that are get mad and jealous at their uh, siblings because of the fact that they did things didn't work out the way that they might have wanted it to work out in their life because of not listening. But then these other ones listened, and then their life is going the way that the their life they wanted their life to go. That's how God works. God don't work that way in the sense that okay, if He tells you, if He's giving us uh, the Word of God, and the Word of God is telling you what to do when it comes to raising your grown children or raising them to be grown and for them to go out in the world and live the, live the way they're supposed to, which is find God and, cha and change their life, God is going to go with the one. Now, he's, you know, let me tell you, God loves all of his children. But nobody that I know as a parent is going to continue to deal with a difficult child that is grown now, let's say a difficult adult now, and uh, keep talking to them about the same thing over and over and over again when you're supposed to be out there living on your own. You're out there living on your own now. So why are we even having any conversations about things from the past? Like we parents, you got to get you got to get free from things that happened in, in the past and all those kind of things because those grown children, they want to keep trying to hold you to things in the past and you can't keep sitting there holding the thing or keeping that thing on your mind and on your plate about the, how they feel about something that happened in the past. At some point in your life, as an adult, you got to grow up and say, you know what? Yeah, that happened. And yeah, things didn't go as well as I might have wanted them to go. But you know what? I'm going to change my life yes. because now it's my life. It's the way I want to live. It's the way I choose to do things now. And I'm not going to hold, you know, my parents to the fact that I now am going to change my life. And if you want to change your life for the better, then change it for the better. If you're going to change your life for the worse, then you, you change it for the worse. But don't blame your parents because you changed your life for whatever you decided to change your life for. And parents, please get free tonight. Because people got to stop walking around here feeling sorry for the things that their grown children is out there doing. It is not your fault as a parent. And you know you didn't raise this child to be this way. And they done ran out there and done found some friends and different people that they can run around with in the world and begin to do crazy things that you know you've never sat down and talked to them about or taught them. And then they want to try to come and, 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 and be negative or be disrespectful towards you because that's the lifestyle they chose. That is the lifestyle they chose, right? Yeah. It is no longer on that mom or that dad that tried to raise that child in, the, in a good way. They did the best. The parent did the best that they could. If that parent was there and that parent was doing what that parent knew how to do. Yes. We have to understand that everybody makes mistakes. You are not perfect. You will never be perfect because the only one that's perfect is God. God is the only one. So we can't walk around and say, oh, we were perfect parents or anybody else was a perfect parent. No, we've done what we knew to do. And as we did what we knew to do, God was there to help us along the way. We did what we thought was right. 
So therefore, if you felt as though as the grown-up, as the grown-up child that's out there living your life now that we didn't, then you can change that. You don't have to keep doing what we taught you as a child. Turn it around and do what it is that you feel as though you need to do for you. Yes. And stop blaming your parents for the things that you're doing. Yes. Now, and I'm talking about this because it has been a season going around where you have grown children still living in the past of when they were children and can't get over themselves to live a better life. They want to still sit there. They want you to sit there with them. <laughs> they want to come tell you, yeah, you did this, you didn't do that, you didn't go here, you didn't, you didn't help me. No, you're grown. You don't live in my house no more. You're outside of, 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 of your parents' home. Now it's time for you to get with God. Go to God for yourself as that grown person, boy or girl, man or woman at this point, and talk to God about what is his plan for you. You have something to say on that? Yes, I do. All right, come on. Say something on that. Talk to him for what what his plan is. The deal is this. It's like this. You know, my father wasn't around, but the whole thing, what I'm saying, I can't hold that and say, oh, since my dad wasn't around, I'm going to be nothing. Yes. So I don't know how to be a dad. Yes. See what I'm saying? Yes. But that's why I thank God for my grandfather and my grandmother mm-hmm. because they took us to church. Yes. Gave us a foundation. Mm-hmm. When you don't take take your kids to church or get introduce your kids to God, what are they living by? Mm-hmm. What is they standing? Yes. So they're going to live by the world. Of course they're going to be disobedient or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say tonight I didn't make an excuse and say this is the way I'm going to be. Yes. Because my dad wasn't around. Oh, I'm going to go out there and rob people, steal yes. from people, and do all this type mm-hmm. of stuff. No, that's an excuse. That's something you wanted to do. Yes. Don't nobody force anybody to do anything. Yes. Same way you can be a bad person, same way you can be a good person. Yes. Nobody forces you. Mm-hmm. You got a choice to make. Yes. So don't, when you get your tail behind bars or somebody chewed you and all this kind of stuff, don't expect somebody to feel sorry for you because you you made that choice yes. to go and do what you we did. We have a choice to change yeah. the way that we live so and do I choose. Mm-hmm. I choose to serve the Lord. I yes. choose to live the right way. I mm-hmm. made that choice. Yes. I could have made a choice to serve the devil. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to serve the devil. That's I right. want to serve God. Yes. I want to love God. I want to be a man of God mm-hmm. like God want me to be. Yes. I want to be pleasing in his sight. Mm-hmm. So that's the same choice you got to make. Yes. And you can't be looking at your parents saying, oh, they didn't raise me right. Mm-hmm. Your parents probably wasn't raised right either. That's right. But they didn't make a decision. They still had you. They still had you and kept and, you. And kept you and, and took made care a decision of you. to take care of you exactly. when they didn't have to. So, yeah. Yeah, so don't. Stop this pity party yes. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people that don't have parents or their parents died young yes. and all that type of stuff. And they didn't make an excuse. They went out there and made something of their themselves. life. Yes, you they know? did. Or they mm-hmm. got adopted and they was there with other people. But still, some people had some good parents. Mm-hmm. That wasn't their parents. You yes. know what I'm saying? Right. And, exactly. and raised them the right way. So mm-hmm. not everybody was raised bad. No. So what what we saying tonight, don't make excuses. Yeah, don't make excuses. Yeah. Don't keep blame. The yeah. blame game is what where I'm at with this. Yeah. Stop no. using that as an excuse not to be successful in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, go and be successful. And parents, please do not hold on to that. Nope. You have to release that. You have to release mm-hmm. them and their thoughts to God. And when they try to bring it up to you after you've already explained yourself to them, you need to tell them, look, don't call me until you're healthy enough to talk to me about this. Because I don't want to talk about this no more. We're not yep. going to keep talking about the past. I'm not there anymore. I'm in the present. We need to be right here in the present where we are because God forgives us. So if that child can't forgive you, that child yes. needs to understand that God is not going to forgive you. You can't forgive your mom and your dad for things you feel as though they did to you in your life. Then guess what? God ain't forgiving you for the things that you've done either. So you're stuck. And so that parent ain't stuck. That parent is living. That parent is doing what God has called them to do. That parent may be uh, living their life with uh, with their husband or they going places. They doing things. They living. They not sitting there thinking about what you're thinking about. So what I'm saying is get free parents and, and young young adult children. Get free yourself. And free yourself from the past of holding your parent to the uh, to a problem you feel as though they, they made in your life. Yes. You can turn that problem around and say, okay, yeah, that did, that happened, that did, that did happen to me or whatever. But you know what? I'm not going to sit here and have a pity party over that. Yes. I'm going to move on and I'm going to change my life. You know, if I would have sat around and had a pity party about me being molested, I would still be sitting in my pity party. And my molesters are out there living and doing whatever they're doing. 
So I'm not going to sit there and do that to myself. I turned that thing around. And I use it now for ministry to help others to get free. You know, get free. You know, because I'm not sitting there holding my mother to that. Right now, I love my mom, and I really do appreciate her. I really do. And I appreciate how she did raise me because she didn't know those things was happening, you know. And, you know, so, you know, it wasn't her fault that those things happened. But, you know, the protection of it all, I'm, I'm going to lay that there. But at the same time, that is forgiven on her in that in that department. I'm grown now. I'm on my own. I have my husband. My kids are grown. They're out of the house now. Everybody's married, living their life, have their careers. That's what I wanted. So I didn't sit around in a pity party is what I'm saying. And I didn't, I'm not constantly calling my mother and saying, oh, you did me wrong. You should have You should have protected me better. You should have did this better. No, we had that conversation. Oh, me and my mom, we had it out. We had that conversation. But that was years ago. And I had forgiven her. And now we done moved on. And I mean, my mom, I feel like we have a good relationship. I can call her and talk to her about anything. You know, so what I'm saying is get free parents and free, and children, grown children. If you got a problem with your mom and your dad, keep it to yourself. Go to God, especially if you if your mom and your dad, you done had this conversation with them more than one time, then you need not to keep bringing it up. Now, if you never had a conversation with them, what would you say? Yeah. Go ahead and have a conversation and, and let yeah. your yeah, get your yeah. grievances out. And then you know what you do? You keep it. If you Once the grievances is out, you shouldn't keep bringing that to your parent to keep talking about it over move and over on. again. Move on. Yeah. Move on in your life. You, you're, holding it, you're holding on to it. It's yes. Just, you haven't got over it. Yes. You haven't gotten you right over it. Where you are. And that's what it is. It's and keeping you, you stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. But the parents ain't stuck because they living. Mm -hmm. They doing what they got to do. Yes. But you stuck because you still keep pining over this thing and pining over this thing instead of taking that thing and making your life better. You do yes. not have to be a product of your environment of when you grew up. You don't have to still be there. You don't have to still be 5 years old. You don't have to yes. still be 15 years old. You don't have to be stuck at 17 in your mind and in your spirit. You don't have to be stuck at 20, 22, whatever. Whenever that thing happened to you, you do not have to be stuck in that particular area yes. of life. You can take that thing, turn it around and use it as leverage to get you to where you want to be in your own grown life yes. and have a better relationship with your parent and start to appreciate the parent that God has blessed you with. Really, appreciate the parent because that parent did not have to stay and keep you and take care of you. And But do you know how much it costs these days to raise a child and then that child grows up after you raise them and give you their behind to kiss? Yes. That is not cool. And when that parent has struggled and went to work and did all these things to take care of that child, and because this one incident in this child's life happened, that oh now they hate the parent or they don't want to be bothered or they or they holding that parent saying oh yeah yeah they did this to me and they did that to me uh uh yes. you need to turn that around because that's the devil, that is the devil and you should not let that devil continue to win in your life, period. So if you guys if anybody out there want to talk about this. Come on. Okay. Uh, yeah, when it, uh, Joanne, um, Evangelist says, when it comes to my um, children, I've learned to stop punishing myself and gave it and gave it um, and to them and God, and now they need to do the same. Yeah, gave it to God, let go, and let God. That's what they need to do. That's right. You can't keep holding on to the past, and you got to love them. Enough to let them go. To, there you go. And that's what you do. There you go. There's no book written on it. No, How you raise a child. There's no you book know written. What I'm saying, yeah, you, you got the Bible. Every child is different, but the Bible don't to tell it totally tell you how to train You're them. Right. But it does say train up a child the way they should go. Right. You know, the Bible will give you a, a foundation for how to do it. But day to day, the Bible is not telling you day to day how to raise them. But you do the best that you know how. Yes. You and a lot of and can. a lot of parents learn from their parents, yes. which didn't really probably know what they was doing. That's you know right. What I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So things happen. Yes. In families back then. Yep. And still today, some of those same things are happening. Mm -hmm. But we're saying, you can't make an excuse. Yes. You know, because your dad did it to you or your mom didn't treat you right. Right. Oh, I'm not going to be anything. Yes. That's what we're saying. Yes. It's still your choice to make something out of your life. Yes. Because you serve an awesome, you get to know God. God wants the best for you. Yes. God wants you to, he wants to open doors for you. Yes. And see you part prosper and grow yes. and be some be successful yes this is what god want any real loving parents want you to grow up yes. and, and 
have some wisdom and be successful and yeah. make something out of yourself. What parent don't? Yes, and I and you I, know what I'm saying? yeah, that's right. What parent don't? And what parent will not gravitate more to the child who obeyed them than the child mm-hmm. who did not? Yes. What parent don't do that? Because mm-hmm. please, if there's a parent that don't do that, please let me know because I haven't seen it yet. When I when a child obeys exactly what that parent tells them to do, yes, that parent yes. is going to gravitate to that child because that child is doing exactly what that parent is saying to do. Yes. I have n- I have not seen a parent gravitate to that child that's totally disobedient and don't want to hear nothing they got to say and don't respect their opinions. Yes. Okay, I've not seen that. So what I'm saying is is that we have to know, you know what I'm saying, what God is doing and you know and. Um, you know, like I said, let those those children let that all that whole situation just go. We can't keep holding things against our parents be, just because we want to and feels like that makes me feel good because yeah, it was their fault that just didn't go well for me. You know, and you modern day parents, I just want to say this right quick. Please stop raising your children like they grown. Why are you giving a a a ten year old or or fifteen year old? Uh, you're giving them way too much to do as a child. They are children, and children need to be children. However old they are, whether they're five, whether they are, you know, 18. Okay, once they're 18, okay, they say, you know, the the what the the land says they are grown at 18. Yes. Okay, then they need to go on and do whatever they're going to. Mm-hmm. But if they are five years old and you giving them uh, uh, uh you you giving them choices to make that they cannot make because they can't comprehend what a choice is yet, then something is wrong with you as a parent because a parent is supposed to be the one to train the child. The Bible says train up a child the way they should go, the way they should go. That means don't be going to no child asking them, do they want this or do they want that or what you want me to do, you know, or or what what you think about this. And they're not even old enough to know what you're talking yes. about. They don't know. They don't comprehend. But you got these modern-day parents that think it's good to do that and put all that responsibility on a child. And then when the child starts acting grown and starts saying, oh, you don't tell me what to do because you the one was asking me what I wanted or you the one was asking me all these questions and what I think about things. And now all of a sudden, now you're trying to be a parent. That's what they're going to say to you as yes. time go on. They're going to say that. Or they're going to say, who are you to tell me what to do? Don't come telling me what to do because I'm just as grown as you. You the one trained me to be this way. You know, and that was one thing about our children. We was not having that in our house. Yes. You're going to get yep. your behind toe up messing with me because, number one, I was the one home all the time with because my husband had to go to work. So you're not going to tell me what to do as your mother and I'm the mom and we're the, we're the ones running around here paying the bills and buying the clothes and the food. Exactly. Okay, you're not going to do that, right? I got home. I'm telling some tale up too. Exactly. Hey, that. Yeah. So respect this dude. Yes. And, and that's the way my mom was. Yes. You know, my mom said, "I'm the mom and the dad." That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna do what the hell I that's told you right. to do? My that's ma- the way my mm, mom was. My mother was the same way. She yeah, was not we'll, playing. We'll tell. Okay. She was not playing. You know, my my mom mother was the enforcer. Okay? And that's the problem with these children nowadays. Yes. You got too many children telling their parents what to do and running the house. Yes. And the parents don't know what's going on in yep. the house. Come on. That's the, the parents' the fault. The kids out there living like they yeah, grown yeah, and they ain't no. even 18 yet. They having sex. Mm-hmm. They doing it all. They drinking. They cussing. They it's smoking. They doing it all because you let them as a parent and then you wonder why they doing what they don't want to go to work. They don't want to yep. do their schoolwork. They don't want to do nothing around the house. They don't want to clean. They don't... You did it. You yep. did it. And you still doing it every single day because you're not being a parent. Yep. Kids and want to you, be disciplined. If you they got do. a child out there you can't handle, it's, yes. it's the, you know, you need to talk about this stuff yes. because the deal is this child, you letting this child run around mm-hmm. doing what they're supposed to, doing what they shouldn't do, yes. acting like they grown and weapons and all this yep. stuff they carrying around. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're responsible for that too. Yeah, you are. You had them. Yes. You're responsible for them. Yeah, like you got these kids yeah. around right here in Philadelphia, over there in Philly, because we in Jersey mm-hmm. now, but they in Philly, took and killed an old man. I mean, 10. What is it? 10? 9? 10, four, 2, 14. They always Well, 14? Yeah, kids. Yeah. You killing an older man. What is what is going on? They have no respect, these kids, because of the nope. way these parents are raising these kids, calling them modern-day kids. 
It's terrible. It's not like it was back in the day when people was raising their children to be respectful and to love others and respect older people. Like I was telling my husband, our neighborhood was a village for my mother because my mom, at, when before she got married, was a single mom. So if somebody saw me and Tina doing something wrong, they would tell my mother. They would let her know, well, yeah, I saw your girls and they was doing this or whatever. And then my mom would handle the situation when she found out. What I'm saying is now you can't even say nothing to these kids. That, that older, older uh, man took and had said something to those kids or why they were out at 10 o'clock or whatever time it was at night, they and they killed him. They killed Wait, him. They 10 years old. old. That is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You have a terrorist in your house because you trained them to be a terrorist. And the other side of that now, the government had to put in a curfew. Yeah. Why well, the government got to put a curfew and sanction on your kid? Because of the way you're training them. And a lot of these, some of these parents need to be in jail for how they're training their children right now. Because it's yeah. not right to let these kids go out there, shoot do up people's houses, do. and do yeah. all the stuff that they're doing today. And this is modern day parents. Oh, I don't beat my kid. Yeah. Oh, I don't discipline my kid. Oh, you think that's cool? You think that's good? Well, guess what? If you don't discipline them, then the government will when they get out there in the streets. And those streets going to discipline them. Other side, you know, another. So thing you're not being doing, a mom and a dad. Another thing they doing, they got these underage kids going around shooting, shooting people. Mm -hmm. You know, feel as though they're not going to get locked up. Yeah. No, they need to, They need life, just like whatever crime they commit. Yes. Yes. You took somebody else's life. Yes. And you need to go to jail. That was one thing me and my husband were. We were advocates when we lived in Orlando, and we were always in Sanford, and we was a part of um, that um, the um, juvenile the juvenile justice yeah. system yes. there. Me and my husband both. And, you know, we would go and we would minister to the kids in the um, in the jail and stuff, in the juvenile justice. We would go and minister to them and tell them, you know, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be doing these things that you're doing. Me and my husband, we have a heart for that because kids don't, parents can mess up their kids. And especially if that parent did not know how to be a parent. Or that, like I said, if you got these modern day parents raising their kids to be grown ups before it's time. You mess your kids up, and then they get out there in the, in the world. They get out there with people who they should not have be out there with, and they kill somebody and go to prison or go to jail. And now they sit behind bars. Why? Because you was not being a parent, and the, the juvenile justice system is full of you guys' as children. You need to get a hold of them, and you need to turn things around in your house right now. If you got a kid in your house right now, start being a mom and a dad to them. Stop letting them be a mom to you or a dad to you. Okay, that's a child. That's yeah. not a grown-up. Yeah, because you should know what's going on in your home. Yes. You're paying the rent. Somebody, you working and doing this and, and trying to take care of your kids. No, yes. you need to know what's going on in your home. Yes. You know, I don't know how they say a lot of them building bombs. And yes, and, and you don't know this. And all you don't know this going in on in your home. Yeah. I knew everything so. going on in my home because I used to tell my kids all the time, you lock a door around here. You lock a door up in this house, and guess what? I will take it down with the hammer. Okay? And I was sick, dead serious about it, too. Now, you ask them right now, they'll tell you what I used to tell them. You take a lock of door up in this house, and I guess what? They would be off the hinges in, a, like, a few minutes. You know, I was other, not playing with them. Just the, wasn't that kind of mom. The other thing to say, too, people don't take people's lives. Uh, you know, they don't They don't care about other people's lives. Yes. Well, I can steal your car. Mm -hmm. I can do this. I yeah. can do that. They don't care about other people. Where's the love, you know, for one another? Yes. The love that yeah. God gave us all. Yeah. You know, how can you can be that hateful to hurt anybody? And I'm going to say this last thing. Yeah, one, yeah I'm going <laughs> to say this last thing. And I was asking this. I was talking to a young man. I would say, why black people can't stick together? Mm. Why we can't love one another? Mm. Every other race look out for their own mm. color. But why black people don't look out for each other? Mm -hmm. Why black men act like it's a problem to speak to another black man mm. or to help another black man? And I told him, I was like, look, I don't have to know you to help you. That's we, right. For one, we the same color. We don't have to be family. That's that right. should count for something. Yeah. Why are you trying to rob, steal, or hurt me mm -hmm. when we the same color? Mm -hmm. Every other race look out for each other, except black people. Black lives don't matter Why? to black lives. Why? But let me tell you, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, uh, one, it was slavery, too. That's got a lot to do with it. I'm not going to get off track. But I want to say this, that seed was sold. Mm -hmm. And black people need to go back and, and and say, hey, you ever told a black person, hey, I love you for you? Mm. You know, black people never got counseling for slavery. The, the 
gonna say this one thing and I'm gonna close with this. All right. <laughs> the dark skinned Negro is in the field. The light skinned Negro is in the house. They sowed that seed in us, mm -hmm. but that don't mean you gotta keep doing that. Keep to one carrying another. it on. Mm -hmm. You know, God is an awesome God. God yes. put love in our heart to forgive. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can forgive your slave master, but did you ever forgive your brother? Mm. Yeah, you'll hold something against your brother instead of, you know, not, not the slave master, but yes. you you so mad at the light-skinned Negro in the house and you still holding on to that. No, we still brothers and sisters yes. in the body of Christ. Yes. So we supposed to love each other. Mm -hmm. It's nothing wrong with helping your own color. Yes. That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm going to close on that. All right. So we want to thank y'all so much for joining us for the Marriage Cafe tonight. And we just pray yes. that the your topics that God has given us this week were, you know, pleasing to you and also helpful. Because that is our main thing is yes. to come here and to give the word of God and to help you guys to have the most blessed relationships in your family, not just in marriage, but also with your children um, that we can do, you know, yes. because God has blessed us. And he has blessed us to have wonderful relationships with, with our children and wonderful relationships with our grandchildren. So we want you guys to have the same. But like I said, it, this is the time now for grown children to forgive their parents and for parents to release it and let them go. And live your life, grown-ups, grown parents, live your life, grown children. And stop holding things against your parents because, you know, that's just not the way it should be. But anyway, we thank y'all, like I said again, for joining us. Love yourself first. Love yourself first. Love yourself first. Yes. Don't forget that so that you can have a healthy healthy relationships, not only with your significant other, but also with your children as well and family members. So, Amen. anyway, we're going to pray out. Yeah, pray. Uh, yeah, pray. I want you to pray, baby. <laughs> Dear Lord, I come before you again as humble as I know how. Thanking you for the word tonight. Yes. Thanking you for family. Yes. Thank you for it each and every person that tuned in tonight. Yes, thank Lord, you so Lord, we much. pray that this message was a blessing to yes. your people. Yes, And Lord, to help them to yes. love themselves first yes. and respect one another. Yes, And Lord, we thank you tonight. Thank you for this word. Let us all have a blessed week, a good night. Yes, And uh, Lord, we just thank you for being in our lives. Yes, we thank give you, you so the praise, much, Father. honor, and the glory. Yes, we can do this without you, Hallelujah. Father. You mean so much to yes, us. Yes, you so do, we Lord. Thank we, you. Thank we love you. you. Yes, We obey you. Honor you. Yes, we do. In Jesus' in name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys Amen. so Amen. much. We're going to see you guys again here next Sunday. Next Sunday. And then I think we got one more Sunday before we will be taking a vacation. So the month of August, we won't see you guys, but we will have our podcast, live podcast, every Saturday. So make sure that you sign up for, for, for that anchor, which I will uh, put um, on our page. So. Thank you again. Y'all have a blessed, more fantabulous week, and we'll see you guys again on next Sunday at 6 p.m. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.